The following is a presentation of the Black Hollywood Live Network, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. Hollywood redefined. From Los Angeles, California, streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is Black Hollywood Live, The Beat. Featuring the week's roundup and commentary on music news. Black Hollywood Live, Hollywood redefined. You're listening to Black Hollywood Live. And now, the host of Black Hollywood Live, The Beat. I'd like to ask you something. I mean, so, you know, all right. um, it, it occurred to me, having watched MTV over the last few months, um, that it's, 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 got, it's a solid enterprise, with it and it's got a lot going for it. I'm just floored by the fact that there's so, many bl- so few black artists featured on it. Why is that? I think that we're trying to move in that direction. We want to play artists that seem to be doing music that fits into what we want to play for MTV. There's th- the company's thinking in terms of narrow casting. That's evident. Um, it's evident in the fact that the only few black artists that one does see are on about 2.30 in the morning or, in, or to around 6. Very few are featured predominant, no. predominantly during the day. No. That, uh, that's a I'll say that over the last couple of weeks these things have been changing, but it, it's, no, uh, it's a I slow process. Hey guys, welcome to Black Hollywood Live's The Beat. You guys just saw a clip there from 1983 of David Bowie on MTV, kind of calling MTV out a little bit. Uh, We wanted to play that. Uh, Condolences to the Bowie family. Uh, David passed of cancer at the age of 69 this past weekend, Um, so we just, that's a legend right there. Uh, Where were you when you heard it? I was at the Golden Globes, and it affected the Golden Globes like crazy. Well, you know, I'm just strolling through Instagram, and all of a sudden you see a post pop up about him passing away, which was was sad, you know, just coming off of starting a new year. We already lost Natalie Cole, and he was such an innovative artist. He did so much to help um, bring the British invasion over to America, you know, marrying Iman in 2000. Um, he was uh, sold a lot of records, over a million records, Um it's just sad to see him go. He was young. He kept his uh, cancer under wraps, so nobody really knew he was sick and he was going to be dying. So sad to see him go. Absolutely. And I'm uh, super excited because we have Grammy Award winning Chrisette Michelle here with us. Hi. Thank you for joining us. Of course. Thanks for having me. Um, where were you? Where were you when you heard this news? I mean, I was scrolling through my timeline on Instagram, and I saw that, and I was like, "Whoa!" I mean, just uh, icon musically, an icon um, as an individual. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like a lifestyle icon, um, somebody who set the bar for uh, culture in general. Uh, so, uh, you just definitely feel charged uh, to be great uh, with his passing. Absolutely, yeah. and it's so interesting to hear both of you guys sit here and say. I found the news out through Instagram. <laughs> That's the yeah. new news. Crazy. That's Welcome. the new CNN. Yeah. Insane. Um, okay, so moving from that, uh, there was an article I read recently with Ja Rule. He, well, it was, it was an interview. Uh, he, went, he was on Vlad TV. And he said, I was at this concert, uh, and Metro Boomin was playing uh, All Day by Kanye West. Mm-hmm. And he said he kept fading out. All day, all day. The N-word. Mm. And he said, every time he would fade out the N-word, I'm looking in the crowd, it's all this crowd, a sea of white people screaming the N-word. <laughs> and he said, and I was a little perplexed. I was mm-hmm. like, you know, all these white people are saying mm-hmm. the N-word. He said, but how do you get around it in this day and age? He, ja Rule came out to say the word has a different meaning, and if we're putting it out there in a marketable way, how can you get mad at that? I, it's, I understand that message of it. I don't know if I can... 
fully agree. He said, because what are you going to do? Not play the song? And that's kind of where my mind is at with it. Um, what are you guys thinking about this? Are yeah. you siding with Ja Rule or is it, no, we can take a I stand? mean, I, I agree. Is the word not that it's, big a deal? You know, I mean, our parents and ancestors fought for us to stop using that word. And, you know, it comes from such a, a derogatory and negative point of view when depicting someone's um, character. But, you know, with hip-hop and rap music and television, mm-hmm. I mean, the word is just transcended bigger than anyone could imagine. And it's kind of like out of control. But, you know, when you're, you know, hip-hop is influenced. Like, um, VH1 had a special, um, The Tanning of America, mm-hmm. meaning, uh, you know, hip-hop and R&B has influence to even help President Obama get elected in the office. And that's just the world we live in. And each year... The generation is going to get younger, and they they grew up on Wiz Khalifa's and the Drakes, and that's all they hear and they're influenced Definitely about it. Desensitized to yeah. the word, and I don't think everybody understands exactly where it came mm. from. And so I, I don't get offended when I see that. I'm from Long Island. It was eight black kids in my school, and so if you play Kanye West, everybody's going to sing all the words. <laughs> the reason I don't put that word in my music is because I know that so many people are offended. I know my father would be offended if he heard that and he came to one of my concerts. So for, for historic reasons, I don't use the word in music. Um, but I don't know that I'd be offended if everybody at a concert was saying at a Kanye West show. Right, right yeah. you know. Now, if I'm walking in my car and I hear it, you know, in the back, you know, my ear, somebody, you know, directly targeting me, then that's a whole that's different, a different situation. But, you know, it's music. You know, my son's listened to it. I, I mean, put it out there so. just because as of recently, there was a situation where, you know, we were out at a club. I was at a club and... Uh, Everyone was just jamming, right? And as we left, it was a group of us, and this, you know, this girl, she ended up getting into an argument with somebody, and the word just slipped out. And she was a little a white girl, and it was just I, the whole crew, the whole night had been using the term, and it slipped out. And it wasn't really in a negative term. It was more like, yo, like, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. In that type of a term of it. Um, But just to see, like, we all had a great new year, a great fun time, and everyone turned on this girl. And it was just like, whoa. What about you? It's one of those tough things. I don't use the word. But my best friend growing up, she didn't use the word. And Mm -hmm. she was very, like, your your father would say, she was like that. Her family was like that. So me growing up out of, you know what I mean, like, out of respect, period. So it's just not a part of my... World, really. Yeah, it's a tough one, and it's so many issues like that that we fight about, right? In America, where we're like, you know, oh, is this taboo if I go there with yeah. this? You know, I was looking at a picture of uh, Amber Rose from uh, her and when she was with. Um, Wiz or Kanye? No. Black China? Black China. China. And they wore the outfits with all the... Oh, yeah, yeah. And it was like, you know, she was saying, these are the comments and these are things that people call me. I'm going to wear them in a stylish way and all of a sudden I'm going to be a fashion icon because I put these things on me that you try... She owned them. So I think the N-word is like that in so many ways. Kind of to go off that, I saw an interview with you where you were talking about that reality TV kind of opened up your sexuality a little more where you weren't really comfortable kind of talking about it as much oh or? yeah definitely uh, reality TV opened up so much because you know when you're just doing music you get to, you say one or two things on an interview and that's all people hear right. but reality TV at least you get to have a whole entire episode where you get to explain to you know who you are what you're trying to say were you nervous um, at all though yeah how was that as my an fans artist? were nervous okay. my fans were petrified I almost didn't do it because I thought I would lose my whole fan base I know who I am as a person mm. I know that I'm you know half hip-hop, half flower child, and I knew what I would bring to the show. Um, but my fans were really, really petrified for me. Yeah. I feel it, though, because I, I got to say about, uh, one thing about you. Um, you 
are consistently authentic. And I say that because I've watched you from, I mean, what, 2007. I mean, I've been following you. And every time you put a project out, you give the same authenticity but the energy is completely different. You form every time I watch mm-hmm. you, whether on a stage around a iconic hip hop legend to you being at the celebration of gospel. It's Chrisette, and I, I love that you own your authenticity. So to you see you go on a reality show, it does make me a little nervous because yeah. you know I watch a lot of love and hip hop, <laughs> and it's affected and eating at my brain a little bit. I think we all do. <laughs> you know, yeah. Um, so how did you get that balance? Because it does get to a point where some people sometimes are in your ear. Was that very clear from the beginning? Where you were like, look. Yeah, I was, I mean, I was super clear. Okay. And I said, I'm going to be ridiculously myself. So mm-hmm. if you think I'm a flower child now, I'm going to come to meetings with flower crowns on. <laughs> I'm just going to be overboard me because right. people get to be overboard them. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And so I said, let me be th- about therapy. You know, if I if I want to see one therapist, let's see 11 therapists I in this it. show. Because if I, you know, the reality TV is about being overboard you. Do you know what I mean? The most of yourself that you can possibly be. And for me, that was Angel Wings flower crowns therapist and, and mountain climbing yes yeah some granola on the side changing the world <laughs> changing um, a little bit <laughs> okay so we were talking about Ja Rule and the n-word and uh, a video I'm going to play two videos for you we're going to take a listen take a look and uh, so it's Jadena Jadena Excuse me. And the song is called My Knickers. Mm-hmm. Have you seen the video yet at all? I haven't seen the video yet. Okay. Mm-mm. So the beginning, it's a, a sign with the X and it says knickers and it's a cross from it. And they're not allowed in the club because they're wearing these pants. Okay. Here's the video. <laughs> Sorry, guys. One second so I can get you guys to see it as well. Thank you very much, sir. Zachary in the booth. He's genius, Jadena. I mm. love it. And then yeah. what was the one he just came out with where they awesome. were with the, uh, no, uh, they're carrying the um, funeral bas- casket. I Did you see I that one? I saw the video. Is it about how great he is? Yes. Yeah. I and it's I black and white and they're wearing the red, um, the little like fennel hats. I don't. Huh? I didn't see the video, but the song made me feel like I could do anything. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I'm like topless, like I'm the greatest. <laughs> Here we go. We're going to take a look now. Jadena, no yes. Nick Nickers. Uh, what did you guys think? 
He's genius. I loved it. Dope. He's freaking genius. Yeah. I mean, okay, okay, you're the classic man, right? So you set the bar already. Mm -hmm. You let us know, listen, bro, I'm freaking classic. So now I get to say <laughs> shit that matters. I yes. get to say whatever I want and make some points. And what did you same. get from the video? Well, he said we made it, right? Mm -hmm. But nobody's happy for us. They're not even happy for us. And we're here. You're not celebrating with us. We have, But the thing but is. But they can't celebrate with them with the video. They're saying you can't even come into the club. African-Americans sometimes feel like they have to dress a certain certain way, look a certain way, be a certain way in order to be accepted. And so here mm -hmm. we are, we're coming to our own freaking club <clears throat> in the clothes that you want us to wear and you still won't let us in. Mm. So I mean, it's it's really deep. It makes me a little uncomfortable to even talk about it. What I will say of it, being in L.A., uh, I mean, I, I lived in New York for several years, but it was a different time and generation. Mm -hmm. But in L.A., I feel like I'm starting to see these little situations, I don't want to call them clubs, I'll call them spots, mm -hmm. but these little R&B jam session spots that yeah. start popping up because mm -hmm. it gets to a point where there's a community, whether it's African American or just a music community, that mm -hmm. says, you know what? Mm -hmm. I don't want to go inside your club yeah. anymore right. because there it, it gets to a point where some of my female friends can't get in because of the size or because yeah. you bring in too many guys or it's certain things or because this guy looks a little feminine or something mm -hmm. like that. It's always something. So it's like Let's create our own spot. And I, I love it. I loved everything about this video. Yeah. I feel like that about hipsters in Brooklyn. Mm. Williamsburg stand up. Yep. <laughs> Pace University. Shout out. <laughs> um, all right. Mac Wilds came out with a song called Love in the 90s. Let's take a look. I was your first friend back in the summer days. I loved me a long time. Stop a load of ways Showing off your bikini line And I know That you You got a thing for the young boy And I know No, no, no That you Fuck with dudes in a fast car He just makes me smile. I can't. Oh, man, Mac Wilds is the man. Mac Wilds, love in the 90s. Chrisette, what are you thinking? I love it. And what I really like the most about this song is throughout the song, he takes riffs yep. from other yeah. singers in the yep. 90s and redo redoes them I in love 2016. It. I love it. Genius. Yeah, Mac Wilds is, I'm loving how he's paying homage to the 90s. He had the Hennessy off his last record, and he just, he just did the VH1 movie, The Breaks, mm -hmm. with about the early days of hip-hop. So, so he was in the... Uh, Adele video. Adele video, so you know, Whoa. shout out to Mac Miles and his whole yeah. team. And it's crazy because a lot of people say he, you know, people sleep on him, and I'm like, if you check his resume, though, he he, his he working, he working, sick. yeah. And I watched an interview where you said, you know, people use the term underrated with you, oh, yeah. But if you look at your right girl, you busy, <laughs> yeah, we're busy. It's a big world, and uh, social media has taken over. So if you don't post exactly where you are and what three you're seconds doing on social Real media, time. then people think you're, you know, not even. Exist. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, okay, so but you do exist, and exist. you are, you <laughs> you are working. You are here with your crystals, girl. Yeah, I'm here with a little H and M situation on my yeah, finger. Congratulations! Oh, is that engagement? Yeah, thank you. Yes, thank you. yeah, definitely. You. And how is this kind of? I love that you are so close with your fans and you share so much with your fans because sometimes you know engagements and that mm -hmm. part of your life, you know, you want to keep private yeah um but you really share a lot with your fans mm -hmm. I, I have to say i love your youtube channel because Thank it you. shows a whole bunch of different sides of you mm -hmm. and i feel like after re watching everything it's like i get who you are mm -hmm. as a person um 
and you aren't just selling me here I am, Chrisette Michelle, the artist, and take this, take this, don't look back here, mm-hmm. it's not the Wizard of Oz, you know? Um, so we're moving into a sound of Trap Soul with a new single mm-hmm. called Steady. Yeah. Why did you want to move in this direction with this kind of sound? So Okay, so after the uh, TV show, I decided, oh my goodness, I can show people things and they won't hate me. <gasps> so I wanted to tell people that I go to the club. Oh my God, oh. that goes to the club. And there's no incense there and there's no poetry. <clears throat> and uh, I So you were to, really worried? I was really worried. Yeah, because, um, you know, I say all these quotes by mistake all the time. I say deep stuff and I'm like, crap, now I sound deep. But that's something that I do by mistake all the time. And so people don't really know the other side. But you can say fuck and you can say deep things. It's I know Erica Badu does it all the time. She's so much cooler than me. But no. I love her for that. And so I decided, you know what? Let me embrace all of it this time. So this album, I'm bringing my studio experience to the audience. Because mm-hmm. in the studio, you know, we order bottles, we burn candles, we wear whatever we want we play and then I, I get to the stage and, and I stand up straight and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm really as perfect as I know how to be mm-hmm. do you know so this time I think I'm going to be a little less perfect mm-hmm. so I'm going to dance some I'm going to wear some leather pants and I'm going to chill out right. and I think that my audience is going to appreciate it because they liked the single and I was like see, see what, what happens. happens and they're reciting <laughs> the words so yeah, I yeah. played the single and there were like three people in the room and they all turned they were like Yo, is this a Fetty Wap? <laughs> and then your voice came on. They were like, "Who is this?" Mm-hmm. And I was like, "This Chrisette." Mm-hmm. They was all jamming. Thank you. I want to play a video before we play "Steady," though. This is um, a little jam session you were doing. It's on your YouTube page. You can check the full video out. Okay. I love this because I loved watching you and the other singers creating the sound in the song, and it was just. Uh, let's just take a look from this. Like I was watching these videos for hours because it's just it's just a a true artist to watch them in their natural element Mm -hmm. and just that's not work that's fun and it's it's just just natural Natural, flowing yeah it was beautiful like so go check out all the videos uh, on YouTube Um, but that was a scary thing too though because we were doing a acapella show and I'm like how am I gonna get these you know hip hop songs to sound cool acapella so we practiced for but when we went to studio and did steady so I'm behind the booth and I'm like red bottom smash my porch guys you think I should say that (laughs) my man opens my door is that dumb you know and they're like no Chris just do it so when you're in that part Part, the mm-hmm. creative part, you're always scared. And when you put it out there and the fans like it, it's always really, really a, a big deal. So what was it like? Like, tell, like, what was the moment like? You're sitting there and you're thinking, you know what? I just did the reality show. <laughs> I feel like 
You know, I'm gonna let loose a little bit. You're so close. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, where was the moment where was there like a little bit of depression? Like, I mean, I I always talk about depression Mm -hmm. because as an artist, Mm -hmm. it happens. It's Mm -hmm. what we go through. It's Mm -hmm. we doubt ourselves. Mm -hmm. Was there a a moment where, like, where was the fuck it moment where you were like, I love my fans, but I need to do this for me, and I know they're gonna appreciate it. There it it is. It was when I was on the TV show, and they uh, caught my Porsche. I was like, there's no way they're going to catch me driving off in a Porsche because they won't be able to clear the Porsche because it's a low-budget show. <laughs> when the Porsche made it to television, I was like, crap, now my fans know I have a Porsche. Mm. I'm going to have to think about it. <laughs> you know, there goes the she's so down to earth. Nobody's right. going to like me anymore. My Not shoes are red bottoms. Right, like, right, right. Because, you know, I'm always talking about Forever 21 and Louboutin. I'm always talking yeah. about H&M and, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I felt like if I showed them that part of me, I would lose the... The connection. The connection. Mm-hmm. You know, you never want to be showy. Mm-hmm. With the, social media and then being yeah, able to that. comment and say, I seen you while I'm that poor. Yeah. So I was like, damn, I'm going to have to just show them. And so the term underrated comes in because a lot of times you, they'll say you're underrated because they they feel like you haven't made it yet. Mm-hmm. The truth is, is I'm fine. Made it a long time ago. Mm-hmm. Do you know? And um, I've just been being nice about it. I didn't want to brag. And that's why we love you. When's your birthday? December 8th. I'm a sad. Happy belated. Yeah. Thank um, you. All right, so let's take a listen to the song. The okay. song is called Steady. Hey. Ooh. Red bottoms match the Porsche. My man opens my door. Elevator top floor. Yeah, that's what we doing. Yeah, that's what we doing. They say I'm underrated. Then why I got this paper? Then why I said this hated? I think I must have made it. Michelle. Did you hear the beat first that inspired it, or was it first. who produced that? Uh, Four Kings. Mm-hmm. I wanted to do um, music that reminded me of what I did when I did uh, Aston Martin music with Rick Ross. Mm. That was my favorite favorite time. Really, um, just that hip hop with that sweet female vocal yeah, over it. Was, so, killed, that was thank you. And you did. It just said Classic like I can't record. wait for this video because I just feel like it was one of those moments though <laughs> yeah. in the studio again when he was like, uh, you know, because I got these Aston Martin, so I want you to write a song about them. So you go behind this, the microphone, you just start singing about a car, and you're like, is that good? 
Because I like it. It's about a car, though. Man, it works. And it record. works. So. Dominated. That was you. huge. It was really, really fun. So this album has some of that vibe, that sweet, uh, fun, uh, riding your car vibe. Any of those features on this album? We'll see. We're at the feature part right now. So we'll see what happens with features. Okay. Yeah. Now, I heard there's another song that was really close to you, Indie Girl. Indie Girl. Uh, tell us a little about that. So Indie Girl is about the girl who, you know, she has all these pocketbooks and all this stuff and this security. Security uh, group behind her, and she goes everywhere in an Uber, and she's alone all the time. But she's successful. Um, I went into the booth and I started recording those words, and I started to cry. And I asked everybody to leave. The song's up tempo. It's fun. It sounds very happy. But the truth of the matter is, nobody wants to be independent for the rest mm. of their lives. Every girl wants a boyfriend. So that's what Indie Girl's about. I love it. You're yeah. such an Indigo child. I can't. <laughs> um, rich hipster. Mm-hmm. You talk about a girl don't want to be independent, but <laughs> you started your own label. Yeah, and you know, you decide to walk away from different parts of the industry, the music industry, uh, namely major record labels. Why? Because I kind of was ready to run things. I had learned so much from amazing colleagues. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you about, yeah. like L.A. Reid. Like L.A. Reid. Yeah, so what would you be able to take from L.A. Reid that you can apply to your own label? Literally, um, f- well, with L.A., for instance, he was very interactive with the artists. Uh, so he would have everybody leave his office and have you all by yourself. And we'd sit there, I remember one time. didn't you just sing for him? Or he's like, you I gave me a deal or something like him. that. He said, I got goosebumps and yeah. I got a record deal. So he's very uh, interactive with his artists. Whereas sometimes I think artists feel like they can't walk into the CEO's office and be themselves let mm-hmm. their hair down mm-hmm. but you got to explain to him your dreams and he got to t- explain to you his for you also mm-hmm. so that's another thing that I learned that as a CEO sometimes you got to tell people this is what I see mm-hmm. do you know what I mean right. uh, but now I get to say this is what I see and I get right. to say that about myself a track like Steady is that something that being under a record label you would have been able to play around with I don't. I don't know. So at uh, <laughs> at Def Jam Motown, I was the R and B girl, right? That's... Do you know? And I was the like the Urban AC R and B girl. So more so songs like a couple of Forevers and Blame It on Me. Yeah. So if I you would have took uh, L A Steady, what do you think his thoughts would have been? It would have been a great hook for us to put on a Rick Ross album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he might have sold it to a rapper or something mm-hmm. like that. And yeah. you work with Jay Z and Nas as Jay-Z, well. Jay Z, Nas, Rick so Ross, you just got, it was exactly. so many. So I got to do that a lot, uh, but this time I wanted to do it for myself. And but I mean, it it almost preps you for the song mm-hmm. study because mm-hmm. you hear it and it is just a badass anthem. Yeah. It's just you just I just feel like the intro to the video need to be you open up some doors, <laughs> lifting your leg up against the floor. Hi, okay. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> and for anyone, you know what mm-hmm. I mean. Like I just want you to understand. Understand. If anyone out here, your fans or whatnot, th- feel in some sort of way about your pores, you just say to them, honey, you, you didn't hear? When you get a Grammy, they give you a pores. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost true. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, so the album is going to be called Milestone. Mm-hmm. Why? This is a milestone for we? me. We're at 10 years in. Um, I've been through hell and high water. I've been through litigation. It took mm. seven years. I was in litigation. Um, so a lot of the money that I was making, I told somebody yesterday, I did 187 shows one year because I'm paying for all this, all these lawyers and stuff. So milestone for me is finally I'm coming out. Do you know what I mean? I'm finally still breathing. Mm-hmm. I finally can see the light. I finally feel like this is, everything is going to be okay. Yeah. Uh, so for the years you survived, you guys, I survived. Yeah, definitely. And I don't know if people knew that I was surviving mm. um, on the way here, but I was, and I'm here still. And, you know, with, with that, with Richard Hipster, what is it that you want 
what is it that you want for your label? Mm-hmm. Comparing compared to the other labels that are out there, what you know, and, and this type of artist that you want to release from that. The old school template of Def Jam was one of my favorite templates. Uh, the community vibe, and when I first got signed at Def Jam, that was there. Uh, so you could walk into any office, whether it be uh, the male folks or the art folks, and you felt like you had a family. Mm. These were people who really went out to dinner together, really went shopping. Together. Artist development. Yeah, it was real artist development. So a big part of Rich Hipster for me is artist development uh, and being really interactive with the people who we work with. What is it? Um, you know. I look at, I mean, we watched that video of David Bowie mm-hmm. from 1983, MTV. You know what I mean? Video killed the radio star. Mm-hmm. Where, how do we get to this place where artist development disappeared? Well, because we have so many tools to develop ourselves now. Uh, so with social media, we're able to uh, tell fans who we are, who we think we are, and get lots of fan feedback. So one of the steps that the labels used to have to do is not there anymore. But I think that the polishing that you know used to happen back in the day, and I think that the mentorship that used to happen back in the day is gone. Mm. So you have these great, amazing talents, mm-hmm. but they haven't learned anything from the ones who came before them. Mm-hmm. So I think that that part of artist development is, is missing. And I got that from people like Lionel Richie, Mariah Carey, and Patti LaBelle growing up over at Def Jam. And now that you've, you're able to give that to upcoming artists, you yeah. know, what is some advice that you would give to people getting into the industry as far as, you know, wanting to really stay authentic to themselves? Because we always have people come in here. My number one question is, especially when they're a writer, mm-hmm. how do you write for yourself when you're so busy focused on what's hot now, what's hot, you know, what everyone else is doing? How do you stay grounded and focused consistently? I realize that it's not going to be... Um, in 10 minutes you know everything takes time when you look at your favorite artists they've been here for longer than 10 minutes do you know what I mean Uh, you get people who started looking one way and they ended a completely different way I mean I think Beyonce is an incredible example Mm -hmm. of what we saw when we first 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 saw Destiny's Child on the front porch singing no 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 with 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 Wyclef Jean and that was a remix because they didn't like the original and now here she is 17 years later is it Uh, who she is today so it takes time it's not going to happen overnight so 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 take some losses on the beginning. Embrace Do you know what I mean? It. Know what to own and know what to let go of, and don't be so um, filled with yourself uh, that you're not there for anybody else. One Embrace. thing I love that you said was um, a lot of artists. You know, they new artists they create stuff and then they just want to throw it out there. Mm-hmm. And one thing you had, you had said was tour before you. Yeah. do the work why yeah. Why is that important? Uh, we definitely started on the road I mean that was the first car we got was so that it could fit all of my equipment and I was carrying out my piano and bringing it into stages uh, learn what it means to give mm. uh, learn what it means to share uh, because when you get out of uh, your studio and, and nobody is telling you that you're the best there's going to be a group of people sitting in front of you that if you don't entertain them if you don't make them feel better than when they got there then your art is for your closet mm. it's not for anybody it's a hobby. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Wow. And uh, with the album Steady, what is it that you want your fans to walk away with? I want them to dance. <laughs> Good grief. Get up out of your seat <laughs> and move. People come to my shows in the best outfits. I'm talking about stilettos, perfect dresses, perfect hair. If y'all don't sweat this album hair around, everything. I need That's everybody in Chuck Taylor. Me and Chuck <laughs> okay. Taylor actually are working on a new sneaker really? for Richard oh, So put your chucks on and come out to dance. Okay. okay, so wait, we moving into saying. some apparel? Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely, definitely. All right, well, what else have we got working on? Well, I'm doing two stage plays. Uh, 
coming up next month so I'm studying for that right now so I'll be working with Jacarius Johnson and we're doing those mm. touring over the country then the album comes out um, this spring and then June and July is the uh, milestone tour in America uh, then we get married in uh, August and then come back uh, for the college tour in September and October your team you, you know what yeah. never mind no, no, how are you balanced your team. Right like how well, are you about a wedding first of all like mm-hmm. first of all my brother and my sister-in-law mm-hmm. like that was a year and a half of like hell oh, that wow. I went through yeah and they couldn't do nothing else so how are you you got a tour an album yeah. you're studying for a stage play two yeah two stage plays well that's gonna be fun how are we balancing this oh man why'd you ask me that Ain't no because I'm yet. trying to I, take some lessons. You know what I say uh, is that I stay in a constant state of meditation, and I trip up sometimes. You know what I mean. But the goal is to stay balanced emotionally and mentally. I ask a lot of questions, mm. so whenever I don't know what the hell is going on, I ask, "Can you please tell me what the hell is going on?" That way, you know what I'm saying. I don't hold it on the inside because mm. I'm really good at holding stress. Really? Uh, so I release it with questions and and just woosahing a lot. I woosah a lot. A woman just like a told me the lot. other day, ta- instead of saying fuck you to somebody, just say, okay, great. <laughs> and so I'm using it. <laughs> okay, great. Fantastic. <laughs> um, okay. So, I want to do that. <laughs> okay, great. I did. I was. <laughs> just grab the shoulder. It's great. Um, yeah, just imagine that everybody means well. <laughs> yes, they do. All right, so we ha- where can everyone follow you? Where can we keep up with the tours, the sure. album dropping? Hang out with me at richhipster.biz. That's the vlog site, and all of my dates go up at the end of this month. Uh, I am Chrisette Michelle on uh, Instagram. I'm Chrisette M on Snapchat. I'm Chrisette M on Twitter. I'm on Periscope, and I'm on Facebook, so come hang out. Boom. Thank you so much for coming through today. So Appreciate welcome. it so much. Everybody, so please on go check out Thank the single you. Steady. And then make sure you guys stay tuned with us. Hit us up at BHL Online on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Also, hit us up at BHL The Beat on Instagram. You guys can hit me up at DJ Jesse J. At Cameron Penny. Boom, Chrisette. Thanks, Bo. Till next week, same time, same place. Peace. <laughs> From executives Kevin Undergaro, Dario Christie, Tiana Hobson, and the entire BHL staff, we would like to thank you for supporting Black Hollywood Live, the first online broadcast network dedicated to African-American entertainment. For questions and comments, contact us, info at blackhollywoodlive.com. Like us on Facebook, tweet us, or Instagram us at BHL Online. And I am the official voice of Black Hollywood Live, Scipio, Instagram, at KingXOBay. Thanks for tuning in. The views expressed here are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of BHL or its owners or principals.